Welcome to a special edition of Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we usually help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to everyday dilemmas. But today, we're celebrating the life and reign of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. As always, we're going to start the episode with a toast. William? I'll do the gin and a bonnie. Not today. Thank you. Uh, if you'd like to pour the gin... Gordon's gin, royal warranted. Of course, all the royal warrants will now have to change. Oh, will they? Spare a thought for de Bonnet, who only got round to sticking the warrant on it uh, a, few, a, few, a few months ago. Oh, that's a big one. Yep. And uh, we shall raise our glasses. Queen Elizabeth II. Queen Elizabeth II. Oh, thank you, ma'am. 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 Thank I you. always do that. It's mam, isn't it? Mam as in ham. And jam. And now it's sir as in blur. Oh. I don't know if that's a thing. I'm going to make it catch on. Oh, okay. So you prefer to the king as sir. Sir. Well, your majesty first and then sir. Sir. Yeah. Uh, last week, we recorded a couple of episodes that were a celebration of William's upcoming wedding. There were tears of a different kind. And we're still going to release those episodes, but that'll be next week after the state funeral on Monday. But for now... Uh, I know there are a lot of Gene Divas who got in touch to say how much they wanted to hear from you, William, at this time, because loads of people have been messages on Twitter and Instagram and emailing, and people have got so many questions and mm. stuff. Where were you when you heard the news, Jordan? I was on my way into work. Right. We, and that was the news that things weren't well? Yes. And we'd just recorded an episode that morning. We had. We? we had recorded the episodes that you will hear next week, and yeah. I was already fairly emotional yeah. at that point and then got obviously incredibly emotional later on on Thursday. So I was on my way to work. We just recorded this episode. I was on my way to work and had a couple of meetings and then it came up and I was like, Ooh. and the first person I texted was you. Mm, yes. Yeah. Where were you? The Where I was when I heard, I was actually sitting uh, in Harrods having a cup of tea. Uh, it was a standard Thursday. And uh, I, a Mikey phoned me and said, something's just happened in the Commons. Because obviously if, if you saw it... Um, our Prime Minister was was handed a, a piece of paper, There was a, then was ushered out the chamber. Keir Starmer, the leader of the opposition, sort of disappeared. Something was, was not right. Um, and we now know that um, the Prime Minister had been told that morning that something was not right, and that piece of paper was, was just telling her that there was going to be an announcement from the palace. And when that went out, it's very, very unusual for Buckingham Palace, whether it's during our previous Queen's reign or any other, uh, monarch's reign to comment on the health of a monarch and if they do comment on it it's normally they always play it down but there was something about that statement I think that everybody knew oh dear something is wrong and I think then when they announced that their royal highnesses as he was then the prince of wales the as he was then the duke of cambridge uh, et al were going to balmoral I think that's when probably most of us knew mm -hmm. hang on something's something really isn't right there and then obviously at half past six uh, british time uh, we had the sad news. And there's a lot of protocol going on at the moment. So everybody on TV is still in black. Well, how long will that be for? I, I suspect what will happen... You're in black today as well, I see. Yes. Uh, what I suspect will happen between now... I think newsreaders will probably stay in black until after the funeral. But for sort of light-end mm. shows, I suspect it'll be sort of darker colours, but not black. Okay. Um, if they're live. Of course, if they're pre-recorded and they have been done previously, then then it'll sort of be luck of the... 
lack of the drawers to, to what happens. But I, I suspect we'll have a sort of a mid in between the, Her Majesty dying and the state funeral, there will sort of be a medium level of dress and then it'll go black, of course, um, for the state funeral television coverage on Monday. And how long are we officially in mourning till? Well, we're in national mourning until the day after the funeral. So that's the Tuesday, Tuesday the 20th. The royal family are in what is called court mourning for a further week after that. And so really until sort of the Monday, Tuesday, the week after the funeral. So they'll still be wearing all black then? They will still be wearing black uh, letter, paper, any letters that go out, even if they're not related to the death of, of the Queen, will be black edged, whether that's from Buckingham Palace, Clarence House, Kensington Palace. Uh, they will wear black or a black armband if they're in uniform. But to be honest, most events that the royal family will, will undertake will be cancelled. Oh, OK. Right. And then will everybody be in... So on the news and stuff, they'll be mm. in normal clothes on the Wednesday next Tuesday, week? Tu uh, Tuesday. Tuesday the 20th onwards, okay. I would imagine. But, you know, I, I suspect we're not... I mean, look, who knows what will happen, but my, my suggestion to those on television and particularly doing the news that we don't go from all black on Monday to sort of hot fuchsia pink on Tuesday, I, I suggest we sort of slightly scale up a la the Victorians. When the Victorians went into mourning, even just for sort of a member of the public or a member of the family that wasn't a member of the royal family, there would be sort of grayed. You would start at black, then you would go to very deep purple, and then you would go to sort of a a mid-purple, then a violet, then a lilac, and you would scale up over a year. And, of course, Queen Victoria stayed in black for, for many years after the death of the Prince Consort. Oh, OK. It's actually really interesting. What have you um, noticed about the events already? Is it, has it gone to plan? Has everything... Oh, you can't... You can, I mean, at time of recording, this is... Um, the, we're recording this the day before the this episode will go out, so things might change, you never know, and anything that we talk about might slightly be tweaked by the time this goes out. But you can already tell that things are, are going meticulously well. You can see Her Majesty's fingerprints over this because she will have signed off these plans before she died. You can also see our now King's fingerprints on this. Everything is working to clockwork. To be honest, you know, the, the Queen's death will have been planned out for many, 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 many years. I mean, in the 60s, I think they started planning for, for the Queen's death. Now, obviously, how we were in the 60s is very different from how we are now. And it is there is a committee... Uh, that constantly sits in a person's job who it was just to to plan the monarch's funeral, as indeed very soon once this funeral is over, the plans will then start happening for the king's death and, and when that happens. So they are they are future planners. Um, everything is going to, to plan. I am... It's very interesting, though. I don't know if... Did you... Have you noticed... Have you watched any of the coverage? Oh, I have been absolutely... Since Thursday evening, I have mm. been glued to, yeah. to BBC. I think... And I know I'm a bit biased, but I think some of the programmes on the BBC have been great because other channels have just mm. been like kind of interviewing people down at Buckingham Palace and passing mm. by, which is great. But after a full weekend of that, but the BBC, like, I've been, some of the programmes and documentaries have been great. But yeah, I've been watching it. Have you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and I think the what was interesting seeing the King's walkabout when he came back to Buckingham Palace for the first time the day after, and both he and the Queen Consort got out to do a sort of a walkabout. What struck me immediately was the proximity of the camera in relation to the king. Now, if the queen, let's say after Di when Diana died in 97, when the queen did her similar walkabout greeting people, there was still that much more distance between the camera and the queen because she was the queen. It was a very different style of, of being a monarch. Whereas already you can see that how the king wants to do 
monarchy going forward is less removed mm. and slightly more personal. Not touchy-feely, we're not, we're not going down that route, but just a lot more, not more intimate, a, a scaled-down version. And already the sort of the, the distance that they allowed the camera to be, you could, you could tell what, we're, what reign we are entering. So I've noticed that. Okay. I did also notice, however, on the Friday, just to lighten the mood for a little bit, uh, if I wasn't sad enough, there I am uh, watching Clive Myrie, uh, who was hosting at that point, talking to Anita McVeigh outside of Balmoral. And both Anita McVeigh and Clive Myrie then referred to Balmoral as Her Majesty's happy place. I thought, oh, bloody hell. Is he? Yes, he's even infiltrated the uh, Royal Morning coverage. Wow. I should have got that trademark. <laughs> I should. Um, so yes, that was that was a slight uh, a slight moment of uh, mixed feelings. But Balmoral, because a lot of people say Sandringham was a favourite place, but I always got told Balmoral was where she loved Sandringham. Don't yeah. don't get me wrong. That's where she goes for Christmas, isn't it? Yes, but I think Balmoral, the the, the Balmoral estate is vast. Uh, and in effect, she can go wherever she wants on that estate without her security detail. It's all enclosed. It's the biggest sense of freedom that she's ever had, particularly since they got rid of Britannia, because of course, Britannia could be in the middle of the ocean and, and they could behave however they wanted. Obviously, they didn't behave disgracefully, but you get the idea. You, you're sort of, you're not overlooked. And I think that's what they get at both Balmoral and Sandringham. So what will happen to Balmoral now? Will the king choose to go there or...? Uh, well, we, we shall see. I suspect sort of the, the big castles or palaces, I suspect, will be used less mm. frequently. Uh, I suspect that the, the king and queen consort will use Burke Hall, which is where they have always used. Where's that? Uh, on the Balmoral Estate, but it's a smaller house. It's where the queen mother uh, had her house uh, on the Balmoral Estate. Uh, I suspect Buckingham Palace will become almost a, a glorified museum slash event space. Uh, I suspect it will be used for things like state banquets uh, and receptions, but I don't, I can't really see the king and queen consort sort of living there like like the queen did, because nobody really likes, of the royal family, no one really likes yeah, Buckingham Palace, because it's so vast. So where does the king and the queen consort live now? Where do they? Well, they're still at Clarence House, which is only literally it's two houses along. Yeah, it's from, down the road. It's it is, the mall, isn't it? Down the what? Mall? Mall? What Ooh, do they call it? Gone American. Down the mall. Down the mall. Yes. Uh, it is. It's, it's next door but one, basically, to, to Buckingham Palace. Yeah. I've seen him once when I was walking down there. He came out in his car and stuff years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Did he stop and greet you? Uh, no, I can't say. Uh, did you wave? I did wave. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. And how about you, Jordan? Because, of course, your, your uh, family connections to what was the Queen's Lancashire Regiment, which is now the King's Lancashire Regiment. Oh, no, no, the, the Duke of Lancaster's Regiment. They got they amalgamated years ago. They, they what? And what's the word? <laughs> I don't know. They amalgamated? Um, yeah. So oh, the, so it's the Duke of Lancaster's. The Duke of Lancaster's. But I thought it was the Queen's Lancashire Regiment. Yeah, it was Regiment. the Queen, Queen Lancashire Regiment when my dad was in, and then in, like, 12 years ago, they changed the Duke of Lancaster's. Oh, right, now they identify as the Duke of Lancaster's. Yeah. Okay, so which the, is also the monarch, it's still the king's. Yeah, so the Duke of Lancaster's, they want... So if it was still the Queen Lancaster's, would they have had to change the king? Yeah, so everything from uh, Queen's Council, so if you're a sort of very senior barrister, you are now a King's Council, automatically, at His Majesty's pleasure, should you go to prison. Mm -hmm. I mean, you won't, hopefully, but if you did, it's at His Majesty's pleasure. Um, indeed, the theatre where Phantom of the Opera is is called Her Majesty's. We believe that after the state funeral, they are going to rebrand to His Majesty's. Um, stamps have got to change. Uh, banknotes have got to change. Coins. 
Um, fun fact, when they do change coins and stamps, do you know what's, other than obviously the face is changing, but do you know what else needs to change or wow. will change? Go wow. on, give it a guess. Think about the Queen's profile on a stamp. The picture. Yes, well, obviously it will be the King's, oh. but the direction in which they point. Oh, really? So for every new monarch, they point in a different, they oh, alternate. Okay. So William, when William becomes King, seems ridiculous to talk about that when we've only just got Charles as King, but when William becomes King, he'll point in the same way as his grandmother, but Charles will be pointing in the other way. Letterboxes, should there be any other letterboxes produced? I mean, it's unlikely, given the fact that Royal Mail can't deliver what they've got at the moment, but that will become CR rather than ER. I heard, what does ER stand for? Elizabeth Regina. And what does CR? Charles Rex. Okay, what does Rex mean? Uh, king, it's Latin. Regina is Latin for queen, and Rex is Latin for king. Okay, but they won't change the letterbox because sometimes you can find old old king letterbox. Yes, but if they produce any more, let's say, I know, let's say one gets run over by a bus and they need to put a, a, another letterbox in, they will produce one that says, with the, with the royal cipher of CR. But yeah, um, going back to your question, mm. the, I, I've said many times before I'm quite a right list. You are? Yeah, which surprises a lot of people, I think. Yeah. But um, no, I was I was really sad. Have you cried over yeah, this weekend? Yeah, a few times. Yeah. I cried when the Queen's Coffin came from Balmoral. That was yes. really sad. Yeah. And then, what did I watch on Friday night? I watched something then. Oh, when they re-showed the Paddington sketch. Oh yeah, okay. I really cried that when Paddington said. Which do you think? Which sketch do you think was better, James Bond or Paddington? Paddington. Yeah, I agree. I'd have to say because it was more recent. Um, but yeah, it's just—I don't know. You, you've seen it all on the news, and people might be rolling their eyes listening to this that don't get it, and I just—I kind of feel sorry for anyone that doesn't get it because well, it's special. It, it a, is special, and I don't know. She was like the nation's nana, weren't she? She was just, mm. and she worked hard for the country and. Yeah, I just I was I was really sad. I mean, I she was. was doing her job right up until the end, yeah. ninety six. Now you you imagine okay, and I appreciate they scaled down uh, the Queen's sort of workload towards the end, but still, you know, when let's look at the um, Diamond Jubilee that we had in two thousand and twelve, the Queen was in her late eighties, standing on a barge in absolutely torrential weather for two and a half three hours. Just so people could see her. They did, she didn't sit down. There were thrones that were there that she could have, have sat down in. But she knew that, that people had come to see her and she had to do that. Now, you you imagine saying that to anyone's grandmother. Oh, by the way, you've got to stand up for, for three hours as we sort of whip you down the Thames in pouring rain. Yeah. It's quite, a, quite extraordinary what I she's done. I just think she was special and, and what she represented to the country and how hard she worked. And, and like a lot of people have been saying on the news this weekend, she was just always there. Yeah. She was just always there and... I don't know, there was something really... Do you think people have taken her for granted? I think we will in years to come a lot back and be like, oh, she was a, a real solid force mm. that we'll miss. And I, I think in years to come we'll, we'll miss her. But she was just always there and there was something quite magical about her, but also really loving. And then the fact that, you, like, I know it's an old, but you never heard her complain or she never did interviews or anything mm. like that. There's something, like, mysterious about her, but... Quite. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, professional. I don't know. I can't. I'm not. Yeah, very articulate. majestic is probably. No, the no word. it was like she was just always there. I suppose. Yeah, I, I. Yeah, you. She represented us and the country. And I was speaking to people this weekend in the pub and stuff, and I do think she genuinely cared about us and her people. Mm. I genuinely think that. 
because a lot of people are like, oh, she lived in a palace and she had a privileged life and stuff. And yeah, fair enough. But I do think she genuinely cared about us and the country and she put her people and the country first always. There's so many times that's been proven. So, yeah. Yeah, she didn't want to do this job, let's remember. This is a job that, that she... When Who she... would? Exactly. Who would? People like, oh, they live in palaces and so... Well, who would want to do it? It's got to be the hardest job in the country. Yeah. Uh, and yes, your life is, is, of course, made easier by by nice furnishings and, and good food and not having to worry about doing your own laundry, for example. But, yeah, it's it, the, the payoff is, there. you know, only one day off a year, which is Christmas Day, not reading government letters, government business, bills, intelligence reports. And apparently she did that every day, that red box, without fail. Without fail. she was. And also, it wasn't just for our country. Remember, she was head of state of, well, latterly 15 uh, countries. And so she was reading it for those as well. And at the start of her reign, she was head of state of a few more. So it's an awful lot of reading. Yeah. I don't know. It seems silly to say, but... I kind of felt like I, like you loved her a bit. Everybody loved her mm. in her own way. Like you didn't know she didn't know you, I suppose, but you felt like you knew her. It's just really sad. It was. I went down to Buckingham Palace on Friday. Oh, did morning. you? Yeah, my mum asked me to lay some flowers. Oh, that's nice for the family. So I, I, I took some flowers down, and that's when it was getting really busy. Yeah, yeah. We went down Friday night, and we did you was you at the right end of the queue up near? It was the the queue in. To get mm. in was so. Actually, when we went Friday evening, there were a lot of people, but there wasn't necessarily. A, there was a little queue. Oh, was there? But we were sort of fairly in and out. I tell you what got me more. I mean, standing there just looking at the palace and the flowers, uh, and the broad range of people from different backgrounds, cultures, ages, genders that that were there. But actually, Piccadilly Circus at night got me. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, with the Queen, yeah. They've ch- and they've got the Queen in sort of 52-ish and then the Queen more recently looking at each other with, with ER and then the dates. Oh. Um, and just at night, whenever... Th- and you've, it's black background, white images. That that was particularly moving. Yeah, it's, it's been a very sad weekend. Yeah. And it's... I, th- I think, you know, for those that, that perhaps think, oh, is a monarchy really the right sort of instrument to have as as your sort of head of state. Well, you know, when famously in America, when they had a change of head of state last, look what happened there uh, in terms of the, the riots and the furore that they had. Whereas actually in our country, you know, last, last week we changed both our prime minister and our monarch uh, in the space of two days. And people didn't take to the streets with... Weapons. They took to the streets with flowers and love, and it's a much smoother change, ensuring the stability of the country. And actually, in the grand scheme of things, I probably prefer that to what they have in countries like America, for example, yeah. and and other countries. You know, if they if they Republican countries, when they have a change of head of state, it's the politicians from all parties that get together to decide. Well, actually, who should we have as head of state? Or should we have... And it would be past politicians. So if we were doing it, for example, it would be, oh, do we have Tony Blair? Do we have Gordon Brown? Do we have Boris Johnson? Uh, that's who it's going to be. It's not going to be sort of someone that we don't know. And there's, and whoever they pick, there's still always a little bit of sort of... Uh, it's not a unanimous decision. So mm, I'd probably rather have this sort of smooth, the king is dead, long live the king, as, as they say, smooth transition of of power at the top than, than anything else. I know some former Prime Ministers were on Laura Coonsberg on, on Sunday and they were talking about and they've all said this, how they genuinely look forward to meeting the Queen every week. Yeah. What's it called for the... Uh, the audience. The audience. 
and they said they found it really helpful and she was always there to offer advice and just to someone that they could speak to and whose ear was always ear what am I saying <laughs> well who, who's well it's Theresa May I'm so not articulate no you are as Theresa May said in her fantastic speech in the Commons yeah, did you I see it yeah I thought her speech was the best why couldn't she speak like that when she was Prime Minister I thought her speech was brilliant it was phenomenal but yes, she uh, sh- she said it was the one briefing that that she knew wasn't going to be leaked to the press. Yeah, and John Major said as well it was the thing he missed the most when he left as prime minister. Mm. Yes, the Queen every week. So yeah, there you are. What are the plans for the funeral? We know that the Queen will be lying well, in state. So Mandy, my cousin, will be. Of course, uh, she's a Yemen warder. Yemen warder. Yemen warder mm-hmm. at the Tower of London. So they will be protecting, guarding the Queen. So I've not really spoke to her this weekend, but yeah, so the Queen will be in London on Wednesday. Uh, the Queen currently, as this episode goes out on the Tuesday, if you're listening to it on the Tuesday, the Queen will be flying from Scotland to London, or to England. Her coffin will rest uh, in Buckingham Palace for a night on Tuesday night, and then on Wednesday it will be transferred to Westminster Hall, which is within the Palace of Westminster, uh, for the lying in state, which I believe starts at five o'clock on Wednesday and goes all the way through until the end of the day on Sunday. So you have five days of lying in state. She'll be on a catafalque, raised. Uh, there will probably be at some point what is called the Vigil of the Princes, uh, which we last saw for the Queen Mother in 2002. And that's where, at sort of the four points around the catafalque, you will get the king, probably. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Um, but you'll definitely get the Prince of Wales, as he now is. Uh, probably the Duke of Sussex, uh, Prince Edward, and, or is he Earl of Wessex, as I should say, and probably the Duke of York. So you'll get the four of them. Maybe the f- I, I don't think a king, off the top of my head, I'm not really sure a king does the Vigil of the Princes. He's also not a prince anymore, so you probably won't get the king. What, will they wait with the couple? Will they just go to have a look? They just, well, they, well, they will do a private visit as well, but they will, they know, they stand guard. So people like oh. Mandy, for example, and other members of the King's Guard will take it in turns on, a, in effect, a glorified rotor, but at, for about an hour you will have the Vigil of the Princes. And that's a tradition that, again, has, has been around for, for hundreds of years. Okay. And then, and then the state funeral on the Monday. And what can we expect from the state funeral? Do we know much? Uh, we don't know an awful lot. We know it'll probably start at 11 o'clock. It'll probably be about an hour or so. Um, the, the Westminster Abbey will be packed with all world leaders. I mean, this is the security. I mean, I do not envy, uh, envy the security services on Monday because they will have presidents... Kings and queens, potentially the Pope as well, maybe not with the Pope, but they will have almost everybody of any of the heads of state of all countries in one room on Monday. So it, it is it is a moment of history and I do urge people to watch it. It's obviously now a bank holiday. Uh, your employer is under no legal obligation to give you the day off, as with any bank holiday, but hopefully they will. Uh, so please watch it if you can. Okay. How long will it be on for? About 11 till? Uh, an hour-ish. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you're thinking of coming down to London as well, make sure you book a hotel because all the <laughs> Premier Inns and that will be booked. Yes, yes. The heads of state might be in the travel well, lodges. They'll still stay at the Premier Inns, but their assistants and that will. Yeah, well, possibly, yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, book early. Exactly. That's our advice. I was going to ask you about the coronation. Mm. Yes. Okay. Now, I have been glued to the TV and all the tradition... Yeah. that we've seen over the past few days, um, especially in Scotland and, and, and in London as well. But do you think the coronation will be scaled back compared to what we've seen in the 50s? Because I, I think 
that might tell me if I'm wrong here mm. and being a bit uh, disrespectful, but I don't think people want to see that sort of thing now. It's a completely different time. Will we even have a coronation? I think we, we will we will have a coronation. It like, the, sorry to interrupt. The mm. Jubilee and stuff's great. I love all that because we celebrate yep. the Queen and everything she's done for us. And I think the Jubilees are great in SDF, but do we need a big fancy coronation? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't well, a know. coronation, in effect, is very similar to a Jubilee, but it's sort of at the start of a reign rather than at 25, mm. um, 40, 50, 60, 70 years. But I would... Yes, there will be a coronation of some sorts. No, I do not think it will look or be as long or as glittering as the 1953 one. The 1953 one was like three and a half hours. Mm. I mean, no one's going to watch that, um, yet alone sit through it. I think it will be shorter, and I think the king will be acutely aware of that and that life is different. For example, the Gold State Coach, which we saw during the Platinum Jubilee, and they had that fantastic sort of hologram of the queen yeah. uh, in 53 with inside it, um, I don't think they'll they'll use that, for example. I think they'll be aware of of the changing tastes. Remember in 1953, though, when we had the coronation, Britain had just come out of a, a period of, of huge austerity and food shortages. So, you know, it's lovely how much we've moved on uh, by the time we get to the next coronation. Um, but I think there will there will be an element of that as well as to how how to how to play it. But there will be one. Yeah. And it will be when the weather's slightly nicer in the spring or summer. Oh, okay. Will we get another holiday for that? Yes, you will get another bank holiday for the coronation. Okay. Probably. I mean, I, I say I'm saying this year. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm saying yes, you will. I have no authority, and it's not confirmed, but it is highly likely. We don't actually historically ever get bank holidays for state funerals. Winston Churchill's, we didn't get a a bank holiday. Mm. Don't think the Queen Mother's, we got one either. So count yourself lucky you're getting one. Okay. Will you be watching? Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm... Are you going to go and do the lying in state? I mean, not you lying in state, obviously. We haven't... I'm, I'm sure I'm, that'll happen eventually. I do want to go, but apparently it said on the news today that some expect to be queuing for up to 30 hours. Oh, they'll whiz you to the front and of the queue, probably. Will they? No. Oh. <laughs> actually... Gene Devers, there was a, just a slight glint in Jordan's eye where they thought, oh, will they? <laughs> no. I mean, <laughs> I was runner-up. If I'd have won it, I would have got oh, straight. Oh, Giovanna. Straight, Giovanna yeah. will be straight in, won't she? She's probably there. Uh-huh. No, it will be... No, you will you expect a cue. I'm probably going to do it after the wedding, probably, and probably in the middle of the night. That's probably when I'm going to do I'll it. I'll come with you. Why don't we go together? Okay. Yeah, yeah. let's do that. I'll... I'll yeah, I'll yeah. text you. Okay, that'll be good. I'll make some sandwiches. I'll make some marmalade sandwiches. Oh, I've got that marmalade that you got me. No, it was my mum. No, I didn't get you marmalade. She got. Will it still be in date? I've got a hamper from thirtieth. I don't really like marmalade. Well, have you opened it? No. Oh, then it should be fine. Will it? Yeah. I've not opened it. No, just check the expiration date. I don't really like marmalade. Well, then why are you making marmalade sandwiches? For well, queen. I guess okay, but. The Queen would not want us just to eat something. Just... I'll make us little sandwiches and a pat lunch. Oh. Yeah, we can queue together. Oh, we could camp out and have our own um, state morning picky tea. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I will do that. Um, before we go, we do have a letter from Jean Diva. Do you want to read it? Yes, this is from Jean Diva Sarah. Dear William Jordan and PB, I'm writing to thank William for unknowingly helping me on Thursday. I've had a long week, my children had started back at school and we'd spent much of the week without water, which had been trying. When the death of Her Majesty the Queen was announced on Thursday, I burst into tears. I didn't expect to have this reaction and I think, along with the rest of the country, felt shocked and overwhelmed. My husband and I had just finished work for the day and I didn't really know what to do. This is when my G and Diva training kicked in. I made two gin and de bonnets and we stood in our kitchen and quietly made a toast to the Queen. We had a gin and de bonnet, didn't we? We did. 
Uh, it may sound silly, but I felt proud that I knew how to toast her correctly. I did whisper. No clinking. I just want to say thank you to William for being an excellent teacher. I honestly think Jean Devers across the country were probably doing the same thing, which was comforting. Yours sincerely, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. I've got a etiquette question for you. Okay. I found myself been saying this all weekend and I don't want to, is it like a bit disrespectful? Yeah. Because like, everyone's talking about this stuff. I keep saying she had a good innings. Right. Is that okay? I think... Or should uh, I stop that? Because, um, you know, like when you go to a, like an old person's funeral, someone yeah. say, well, she had a good innings. Yeah. Should, or should I just say she had a good life? Is I think, it bad? I think if it, my, my guiding principle in life is if it feels wrong, it probably is. So it's not, not nice to say that. So I wouldn't probably say... I don't think it's the worst thing you could say. I don't mean it to be disrespectful, but it just comes off like... I just say, I went, oh, yeah, she had You a didn't mean it disrespectfully. It's not disrespectful in that way, but I probably would just say she had a good life. Okay. Yeah. Don't say it on the radio. No. I'm on air later today. Probably shouldn't say she had a good innings. Yeah. And, fr- and from your point of view, what are you... From, from a radio point of view and for broadcasting, are, we, are you doing your regular features? Are you uh, playing he, regular music? So I... I've talked about this before. We have protocols in place and we do practice going into obituary mode. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Obituary mode. And well, actually, yes. Or you or obit mode, as it's sometimes mode. called. Or as Jordan uh, texted me on Thursday, we're about to go into orbit mode. Oh, did I? Which <laughs> oh. so, I think is something else. So I got told on Thursday that we don't know what's happening. Just mm. we only knew what everybody else knew. And we just got told to be prepared to go into orbit mode, which means we start slowing down the tracks. So we, we've got tracks on our cart wall that are just like slower songs, nicer mm. songs, and like Lewis Capaldi and that kind of thing. And then we get ready for someone from the BBC to take network. It happened to me when Prince Philip died. Mm, yes. Oh, and I famously... They should really take you off air. I know, I'm a jinx. Yes. Um, so I, I famously was told to carry on as normal for Prince Philip. Mm. But I was like, I remember at the time, I won't swear, but I remember saying I'm not doing a link about the iron. Do you remember I was, was going to go on air and yes. do a thing about an iron, my iron because I found a plug underneath my iron weather. Anyway, so <laughs> we just got told. Today, I don't know. Um, I'll probably find out in the next hour what sort of show it is. Mm. I can't imagine. I think it'll be, I think we'll be more or less normal, but be careful of tone. Yes. We'll tone it down slightly. Yeah. So it won't be all. I think we might still do what you're having for your tea. Okay. I don't know. Marmalade sandwiches, maybe. I, I don't. I, I don't know. I'll, this is why people above me will be. This is why Jordan's not in charge. This is why I'm not <laughs> in charge. So yeah. But um, on Thursday we started off as normal and then we just toned it down slightly, mm. played a few more. Tracks. Which I think is is sensible. Yeah. So. Well, marvelous. Well, Gene Devers, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. And. Just a little side note, is the wedding still going ahead? Uh, yes, we are still going ahead with the wedding. Obviously, awful news. We were, you know, we were waiting to see when the state funeral would, would fall. Uh, but everyone is, of our suppliers and venues, everyone is, is still happy to go ahead. We're going to make some modifications to, to proceedings because we are in a period of national mourning. Oh. Um, but it's still going to be a celebratory occasion. Uh, and yes, it is still going ahead. Do I need to wear a black tie? No. Okay. Will, you, will there be a few toasts to the Queen and the King? Wait and see. Oh, okay. We started this special episode with a toast to Her Majesty, so we'll end with another toast. The King. The King.